intel. First of all, uh, last Tuesday night, the information that I gave you, uh, it's not that it didn't come through, it's just that it didn't come through. And <clears throat> I have to say, I came as close as I've ever been to calling it without calling it. And I didn't mean to be quite so optimistic about the timing. But am I optimistic now about new timing? Yes. All I'm trying to do when I give you guys this intel is give it to you pretty much like I get it. I really am trying to give you the same uh, information that I'm getting. Now, obviously, there's sometimes I'll get things with rates and I can't really share it um, because they don't want me to talk about rates. <clears throat> and that's fine. Okay, that's fine. I've been red flagged before years ago if I went over the over the edge, and I don't do that anymore. <clears throat> so let's talk about where we actually are now. Today's Thursday, Thursday nights, the 28th. we got three days before the 1st of August, which is Monday. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to give it to you like I got it today. Number one. Iraq has been told by um, our, let's just call it representative, that they can, when they were asked, can we put out our new rate on Saturday? The answer was yes. Please do, by all means, put it out Saturday. That's two days away. Now, they will probably put it out sometime in the morning. I don't know if it'll be after first first prayer or when it'll go out exactly, but it will go out. <clears throat> and more than likely, the announcement about Hashemi being the, and I know I'm probably mispronouncing that, Hashemi, Hashemi, whatever it is, as the continuing prime minister of Iraq will probably also go in the Gazette. We do finally expect a printed version of the Gazette on Saturday to go out with Hashemi as Prime Minister and the government's uh, parliament is seated and we expect it to also mention the new Iraqi dinar international rate. We know the rate internationally is the same as the uh, in-country rate for Iraq we know how much it is already, what it will be, and we know it will be traded up <clears throat> to that number that Dr. Sinon al-Shabibi projected back in, uh, I believe it was December 15th of 2012 at the International Chamber of Commerce meeting in Washington, D.C., 10 years ago almost, right? So also it will not only be to that rate that he suggested that we've talked about in the past, but it should exceed it by up to a couple of dollars. So that's going to be really, really good. <clears throat> also, we have heard from Iraq that certain airlines flights like Iraqi air is not allowed to fly internationally because they don't want the information to leak out until after this 
is a real thing for Iraq on Saturday. Well, guess what? The flights will resume to some of the international markets that they're not serving currently at starting as early as noon Iraq time on Saturday. So that's sort of a little safety thing that they've got in there to make sure the information was out publicly, if you will, before their flights resumed internationally. Good. Good. Now, beyond that, we did get word from two other pretty great sources that the bondholders that still have not been paid, now remember, some have, but the vast majority have not. And that vast majority uh, should be notified, we're hearing now, uh, around 5 o'clock or one hour, <clears throat> one hour after the markets close Friday. They close at 4, and around 5 or so, those notifications to the bondholders should go out or should start going out. Don't know if they'll get them all at once or they'll give them, uh, let them go out staggered throughout the night, tomorrow night, Friday night. Now, what does that say about us? We've heard two things, two separate pieces of information that we have to weigh both of them. I think we weigh them both equally. There's the first piece said that we would receive our email notifications with the toll-free number shortly after the notifications go out to the bondholders, which I mentioned would start at 5 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. Now, I've heard that we would get them or could receive them uh, overnight, or let's call it overnight to early morning, Saturday. And, quote, unquote, wake up to them. That may be how they do it. They may be how they do it. That's the closest thing to a shotgun start for with the bondholders. That's the closest thing. Do I expect to be notified at 5 or 6 p.m. tomorrow night? No. But could we wake up to those emails Saturday morning? Yes. I believe we could. All right, that's one piece of information. All right, let's finish it, though. If that were the case and we were to receive those Saturday morning when we, quote, unquote, wake up, we know that the Redemption Center staff are going in, at least in some cases, at noon on Saturday. Could they be going in sooner than that if they come out at 4 and 5 and 6 in the morning? I would think so. I would think they'd make the adjustment and bring the staff in sooner. However, we know that some are coming in at noon. All right, now, let's go beyond that. If that were the case, could we exchange on Saturday? Even if we got the notifications in the late morning Saturday? Yeah, the answer is yes, we could. Because if we got them in the morning, we called to set up our appointments, and realistically they're ready to 
have the appointment set a couple hours after we receive notifications. Now remember, redemption centers are able to stay open as late as 10.30 p.m., pretty much across the board, across the country, 10.30, okay? So could they get a full day of exchanges in? Yeah, they could on Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, even Saturday night. Now remember, your appointment is supposed to take between a half hour and 40 to 45 minutes tops. They want you in and out. In and out. This is a currency exchange with five to eight minutes designated for a presentation. If you're a Zim holder and plan to do projects. Okay? All right, that's one, one scenario. Let's go to the other scenario. The other piece of information Intel came in talking about us receiving notifications and waking up to them on Monday morning. Monday is the 1st of August, and there is always that thought in the back of my mind, this is so close to the end of the month, they may wait till the 1st of August, and they may do it that way. But here's my thinking, and it could be, guys, it could be. But here's my thinking about it. If the bondholders are to be notified at 5 tomorrow afternoon and get their emails and have access to funds, shouldn't say when, they might get access to funds on Saturday, you would think. But whenever that happens... Are we in a shotgun start if we get notified Monday morning? That's not a shotgun start. However, this thing has changed from not shotgun to shotgun back and forth. Same time, three hours later, same day, next day, whatever. It's just going to be hard to say. They've, they've changed it so many times, and they've changed a lot of different aspects of this. So I'm going to suggest that we look for it Saturday morning. If it doesn't manifest by noon Saturday, guess what? We should probably start looking for Monday. Now, could anything happen on Sunday? Yes. If we start with notifications and setting appointments on Saturday, I think we'll go right through and include Sunday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, go right on through. Blow right on through it. Will they start on Sunday? I don't think so. I don't think they'd start us on Sunday. But I think they'd start a Saturday and run right on through. Or they may, like I said, the second piece of Intel talked about Monday morning. So, any way we slice it, we're in pretty good shape over the next three days. Not including really tomorrow except for bondholders. So it's more like Saturday, Sunday, or Monday for us. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Remember this thing, guys, and Sue stressed it in her segment. This is, make this a part of your life so that you don't, you don't have any fear about it at all, that you're comfortable, you're relaxed, 
you're focused, you're grounded, all of those words, because this is really merely an exchange of currencies. What makes it different is the fact that Zim holders are keeping bearer bonds, which are payable to the bearer, very large denominations, very high value, that will be on par with our dollar if they have projects that they can explain in a very simplistic outline form in five to eight minutes. How do you do that? If you haven't written your projects up with bullet points, with, with um, something to adequately describe the longevity, the job creation, uh, the every aspect of your project like that, you're going to want to make sure that you've sent Sue an email so that you can order that uh, world-class formula to allow you to build out that project. And it's not that hard to do. The projects, the samples that she sent,